What's good? What's good, everybody? What up, welcome, buddy? welcome, welcome to the Cannabis Closet. We got a pinner episode happening. I can't hear anything. Uh -huh. um, yep, I think I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I got all my books. Okay. So, well, we're here by ourselves right now, so we'll just hang out for a second. We'll put that CQLC banner up just in case anybody wants to know who we are and where to find us. Nice, nice. Give it a few minutes and we'll do some headlines as soon as we get some folks in here. Oh, I didn't share this with the, uh, with, the, with the Discord. What's up? What's up? How are you today? Let's share this in the Discord too. Oh, yeah. See if any of our peoples come through. We haven't been as vocal about and reminder about our work Wednesdays. Our work I Wednesdays, think that yeah. We just kind of throw it in there amongst our talking. Um, I, I forgot to post anything today, and now I'm like posting it last minute. So thanks for joining us. Uh, it is 421. It's 421. It's almost 422. So if you have something rolled up or packed up, go ahead and hit that bowl, hit that uh, joint. This unusual. <laughs> Solita. I'm usually with a king palm, but I'm running low today. So I, I misplaced my, it must be a sister's, like my container of uh, what was left of those mini or the, yeah, the minis. Yeah, you ordered a bunch of them, huh? Yeah, we, well, and we hammered them. We definitely went through them yeah, we um, <laughs> that weekend. Sure. We were pro smokers. <laughs> it was revolution. What do you want to do? It was reggae on the rocks. It was an amazing weekend. If we like did our sum total oh, of uh, what we Morocco. They did, they did they did take our they took our mushrooms though. I didn't even understand that because I started thinking about all the things that they don't check at the door, like your wallet. Like you're, you know what I'm saying? And then, but you, if you're a girl and you got, um, and you got something in your purse, they take that out. But if you were a dude with a wallet, they would have never checked your wallet. No, no, it's, it was kind of lame the way that, um, I'm going to tell you, I still got a problem. What was her name? Shauna. Sandra. Shauna. Shauna. Her name was Shauna. She put it, she, she, she touched a person on the way out. And I was like, you are lucky that wasn't me because me and Shauna would have had to go rounds. Like, honestly, Shauna was, was on a power trip. I bet she was. works at job specifically for her power trip. I like not so. for the music, not because she gets to chill with some awesome people, but seriously, mm -hmm. just so she can be like, no, that or to steal people's uh, medicine. To steal people's mushrooms, bitch. <laughs> So, so my issue with her was, I mean, that she stole our mushrooms and appeared to have thrown them away, but whatever. Uh, sure you did. You shouldn't have, Shauna, out there, if you ever hear this, you should have taken them because you need them more than anybody I know. Um, but, okay, maybe not anybody I know, but on the top of the list. So I think we've told this story before. But um, like right after the concert happened, but on the way out, it was the second night and on the way out, 
first of all, it was the second night, and on the way in, Shauna got attitude with me. Me and Shauna, we wasn't gonna, we gonna, we wasn't gonna vibe. And I was trying real hard. I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" So we get to the, we're at the front of the line. So there's nobody ahead of us that has already tried her patience or her nerves. We are the first people through her line, and. You can't bring anything into the venue like a bottle of water or whatever. You can't bring that stuff. So I went to go throw mine away and she got loud with me like, that's a bag. Like, I didn't know a book bag was a bag that she needed to check. Like, I'm an idiot, right? Because Shauna, don't talk to people that way. You liable to get punched in your lip. Um, I know that this is a bag. We're clear on that. Okay. And so I was like, Shauna, bring it down. I said it to her straight to her face. I was like, Shauna, bring it down. I'm just throwing a bottle of water away. I know that this book bag is a bag. Okay. So this is my second encounter with Shauna in two days. So on the way out, there's this young cat and he's got his beverage that he's going to chug before he leaves. And he's right there at the trash can and he's going to chug this drink before he leaves and then throw the can in the trash can. But Shauna doesn't want to see that happen. So Shauna rips the can out of this young man's hand and throws it in the trash. Now, first of all, I just want to say that alcoholic beverages at Red Rocks are not cheap. Okay. Let's just start there. So you just threw my money away. No, ma'am. She's lucky he was a young cat because Honestly, somebody older and more experienced would pop that bitch in her lip. Honestly, I just, I just don't, you know, I'm not trying to be violent or aggressive or anything, but you don't snatch people, things out of people's hands. And if it had been me, she would have had a lawsuit on her hands. Cause you're not going to touch me when I'm not doing nothing wrong. Yeah. I mean, Matt, I mean, I, I mean, though I have seen some airline stewardess like snatch fucking cups out of nah. people's hands when they're like trying to end the day. And it's just like, Nah. Is it that bad a big of a deal that you have to get my piece my my cup into the garbage right now? Like like y'all won't even get up and walk to get the trash if there's anything even remotely turbulent about the plane. So I don't know why that's an issue either. But some of these people that are given a little bit of power and authority take it a, a hair too far. And you need to be careful because some of y'all also have gotten used to being right behind a keyboard and saying and doing what the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know that does not fly in the real world. Don't lie, lie. I'm going to let you know straight. Don't put your hands on me. Don't touch me. Yeah. Don't you do it. And don't just touch, touch you. With your mouth. You don't touch me. You know what? Whatever you need to express, you can express it verbally. And we'll decide whether or not you're being too disrespectful at that point. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So uh, let's do some headlines now that we we got a little bit of a. a yeah, crowd. you have uh, threw that one at me. A little follow up from the CDC. Uh, yeah. So FDA. we should start there because that's actually that's actually pretty current to what we've just recently talked about. We did a show. Was it two weeks ago? Right on. Uh, was it? La- it wasn't last week. Last week was uh, something else. We no, did show- last, yeah, Monday was our. Uh, we just did. Um, your rights, your voting rights. Yeah, suppression. suppression. That's what we did. I'm about to post that on the other platforms, Spotify, uh, Apple, iTunes, and such. So it's in the queue to be posted. It's going to go up today. 
Um, so the FDA and the CDC are issuing warnings on Delta 8 THC products derived from hemp. Remember, I put that in quotation because remember, um, the science tells us that uh, that these things might be derived from Delta 9 and not from anyways. But so uh, the FDA and CDC on Tuesday, uh, that's yesterday, uh, issued warnings to consumers about the potential risks of the cannabinoid Delta 8 THC, a psychoactive compound that is grown in popularity but exists in a very uh, 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 gray area, an especially gray area. Uh, lawmakers have specified that hemp is only federally legal if it contains no more than 0.3% Delta 9 THC, the most commonly known and naturally occurring cannabinoid. Um, remember, that's the difference between hemp and cannabis only by law because those they're related. They like really close cousins. It's ridiculous. Anyways, um, did you do that? there's a general lack of rules governing Delta ATHC, which is synthesized using CBD from legal hemp. So there's a little gray area there, right? But they're starting to take notice um, at the availability and growing demand for Delta-8 being sold in all states, regardless of whether or not they have legalized cannabis. Uh, Agencies, uptick. Oh, 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 this is important. And the agencies say they're seeing a significant uptick in reported adverse health effects from people who are using it. So that's what they're saying. I'm on the fence with FDA and the CDC, honestly. What do you mean? How are we documenting it? How's it being? Yeah, yeah. So they lie to us so much. (laughs) But on the other hand, this is a synthesized product that is not, uh, is not, uh, regulated on the uh, like it's not on a regulated market it's in an open market and that open market is very loose it's very um, they don't have to necessarily test it so companies that do testing and do their due diligence are more companies that I would trust this is what I say about CBD when yes. we talk about CBD hemp CBD on the open market I'm a little I'm gonna be honest with y'all I'm a little bit leery about Delta 8 I am because it is a synthesized product and we need more testing and we need to know what's going into the cartridges what's going into the edibles what's going into the everything right um says that the agency says that Delta A products are being labeled as hemp, uh, which could mislead consumers who are seeking a non-intoxicating cannabinoid from the plant. Um, don't be, don't get it twisted. Delta eight uh, is different from Delta nine um, because of where uh, the double carbon is, right? The double carbon, uh, where that is, where that's located. It's located in the same space. It's just moved up instead of onto the side. So anyways, I'd have to show you a picture of it. If we still have that picture in the queue, we could pull that up, but I'm not sure if we do. Um, do. So some of the symptoms, vomiting, hallucinations, uh, trouble standing, loss of consciousness. Here's the thing. um, If you are consuming Delta eight, understand that it's considered less potent than Delta nine, but it still does uh, seem to have the psychoactive effects that Delta nine does have with less anxiety. Uh, that could be because it's actually a less potent cannabinoid, or it could be because of the presence of Olivetol, which is not present when Delta nine and is known to kind of suppress 
the cannabinoid a little bit. Um, so that could be the reason why it's less potent. Just understand that, that we could still overconsume these cannabinoids. Um, we want to take it low and slow, no matter what we're using or what decisions we as adults choose to make for ourselves and for our health. Just because you th- just because it is hemp derived um, at times does not mean that it is any less potent. Um, people, I have a common saying all the time of, I don't use cannabis, I use CBD. I don't use marijuana, I use hemp. It's so, cannabis. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> just wanna say that again. <laughs> And those of you watching this show, hemp is cannabis. Cannabis is hemp. They all fall under the same umbrella, cannabis sativa L. So cannabis sativa L encompasses uh, hemp, ruderalis, which is a, uh, a low THC uh, autoflower type, uh, high CBD, but it's not uh, considered 0.3% or less by law. So ruderalis is a little bit different from hemp. It's a little bit of a um, mixed breed, if you will, um, sort of, it has characteristics from the hemp plant and from the um, medicinal uh, cannabis plant. So that would be indica sativa. And if you know, and you've been watching me long enough, uh, you know that that we, gen- uh, sorry, I always point the wrong way. We don't actually vibe with the terms indica and sativa. That just happens to be the terminology being used. And we want to keep it as... Um, and there she as says by understandable law, as possible. By law, a percentage number was um, determined. It's not that that's what is by uh, uneducated people. It, it, like, is, it is not a limit. It is not. Um, <laughs> it is not is even every like plant. Right. Is, hemp. Yeah. Hemp has varying levels of THC depending on the cultivar and i.e. strain, um, cultivar and strain. So it has different levels. And also, side note, uh, THC helps with uh, stress relief. And guess what? The cannabis plant also uses THC to relieve stress. So if the hemp plant that is grown outdoors in the weather is stressed out, the THC in that plant might spike in order to help relieve some of the stress in the plant and help it um, kind of like readjust. our endocannabinoid system. Mm. Imagine. Imagine that. Um. <laughs> just, I'm tired of lawmakers making laws that don't make sense. Like the point three, that it just doesn't make sense. That that law doesn't make sense. It's not based. What did you base it in? Like I just. Well, it's the same as them trying to change again the verbiage between cannabis and marijuana. Right. That. They are different and they are not, except not. one is I don't, I don't use term and the other is scientific. Yes. Yay. So, so, th- so that's just a quick update. I'm not going to read the whole article. You can find it at uh, marijuanamoment.net. It's marijuanamoment.net is where I got this article from. Actually, I got it. My husband sends me articles, you guys. <laughs> it's so great. He sends me some articles sometimes. And um, he was watching the show the other day and, and heard us talking about this. So when this, story came across. He shared it with me. Um, So the CDC and the FDA are looking into Delta 8. Just be aware of that. While it's available um, legally, I don't know, that's a loose term. While it's available on the open market right now, it may not continue to be available based on whatever findings they have. And honestly, you know, you guys share this feed as much as possible. Share it with your lawmakers, share it with everybody. Cause I would really love them to hear my voice. Y'all need 
education about cannabis. I understand that part of this is the feature, not the flaw. It's part meant to keep us down and keep us stigmatized. This is um, this is a problem of prohibition. Delta eight is a product of prohibition. Delta eight is almost completely non. I mean, it just started showing up in Colorado. I see it in a couple of like the CBD stores and stuff, but really I didn't even hear about Delta eight until I went to a place that didn't have legalized or uh, accessible cannabis. And so, so now we're now, now we're adding stuff to our plant to create different molecules so that we can, um, you know, make an offering to the, you know, it's just so we can have access. Right. Exactly. So uh, we went through all of these hoops to uh, regulate a natural plant. You know, so we had to, for us to access an organic it, natural plant, regulate it. Okay. And with so regulations, by the way, you guys, with regulations that keep a, keep a, make, make sure that we have to list all ingredients, make sure that we have to get testing, make sure that there's no residual pesticides left behind, like really regulated plant, right? Why doesn't it make sense to do that in your, in your state? But you can allow unregulated processes to go through that take that natural plant into another state. Right. And blame it on the, the main, the main culprit, which is cannabis. So you found a way to make us evil. We're not evil. We're organic. Don't panic. It's organic. That's us. (laughs) Right. We didn't change the product. You put some people in a position to feel like they had a necessity to change the product. And now we have a synthesized product that could potentially be dangerous to consumers. Why? Because it's not a regulated product and there's no, um, there's no regulations for testing. If you were talking that, you know, we have to say that we don't have any efficacy to, there's no proven efficacy for uh, cannabis, then there's definitely, uh, not enough testing and research at this time. There is proven efficacy of cannabis, by the way. Y'all look at the studies uh, yes, coming I'm out of sorry. Israel. I'm sorry. I'm talking. No, 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 no. I was just saying, I was just saying for the audience, y'all, there, there is the studies start, like there's plenty of studies out of Israel that will tell you everything you need to know about cannabis. Cannabis can actually, I'm making this statement on our show and y'all can come after me if you want to, but cannabis, it's been proven that cannabis can actually treat all types of cancer. It can treat and um, put you into remission for all types of cancer. It's about how you use the cannabis, what cannabinoids you're using, what levels you're using them as. And every different cancer uh, has a, a slightly different formula. So if you have breast cancer, then you're going to use a slightly different formula than you would if you had um, some other type of cancer. Um, we use the same formula here because we've been so limited in our testing in the United States um, since 1936, right? Is that right? 36. I want to say 36 is the right year. Um, when the when the Marijuana Tax Act was introduced. Can you just double check me on my dates? Because I could be completely wrong. But cannabis has only been uh, illegal. I keep using air quotes today. 1937. Um, 1937, since 1937, mm-hmm. when the Marijuana Tax Act was introduced. And actually, that didn't make it illegal. It just made it impossible to 
uh, maintain legality. So the tax was so high that it was impossible to legally, uh, you know, have cannabis in the in. You know, and that's where we're getting at. Every single time they look into this, they're looking at cannabis as this cash crop and they are looking at it to tax the crap out of it because they see the money that is coming in and they're working. You know, we, we thought, oh, we've gotten so complacent. It's been however many years that we've been doing this. They're not going to no. They have been biding their time to see how much money that this shit is going to bring in. And now they're going to come in and tax the crap out of you. They're already trying to raise taxes uh, in Colorado for adult use. Mm -hmm. They're already trying to, you know, and then this just all rolls into uh, one more thing, taxing on the dispensaries and their licenses, taxes on the, you know, uh, locations and the real estate. And soon we are priced out of this market again. And soon we are all back into a black market situation. So uh, illicit market or underground market is what sorry, I would apologies. <laughs> you can see it makes us angry. And if you tune into our show regularly, you will hear these things over and over because we believe that repetition is key, that eventually it will stick with somebody, one person, 10 people, whomever it's shared with. And eventually, you know, hopefully some actions will be taken within each community. So um, stick with us, share it, uh, share it to more people. Let us know you're tuning in and share it to your lawmakers and, and that we're heard um, and that you want to be heard. Uh, they need to have at least one. No, they need to have at least two people on their committees. All lawmakers need to have at least two people on their committees that know something about cannabis. And there are so many people. So it's not like they can't say, oh, there's nobody available. We're available. We're all available. Look right here. 970-426-5985. I'm available. I cost money, but I'm available. You paying people on the committee anyway, you getting paid. I want to get paid too. So... Uh, another little headline kind of to do with the science of cannabis. So the World Anti-Doping Agency re is reviewing the marijuana ban for athletes following uh, the pushback on Richardson's sus uh, suspension. So this is an article from the 14th just uh, yesterday. And it's saying the WADA will conduct a scientific review of marijuana next year. Yes. Who is this? Uh, to determine whether it should continue an international ban on cannabis use by athletes. Uh, the policy became a major focus this summer following the suspension of Shakri uh, Richardson and from participating in the Olympics over a positive THC test. Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Uh, the organization's executive committee on Tuesday said it had accepted a recommendation from a drug list advisory board to re-examine the science on marijuana, which could inform a potential policy change. Again, the science is there. Y'all can read We all agreed to conduct the review following receipt of requests from a number of stakeholders. It didn't name those stakeholders, but numerous athletic leagues, as well as lawmakers, and the president has suggested that the international ban for athletes should be reconsidered. The organization added that cannabis will remain prohibited through 2022 while the review is underway. Well, that's stupid. I'm just going to say that. Like, again, you guys, there's plenty of research. There's already science. There, yes, exactly. There's already science out there. You guys, they're, denying, they're denying that they, they're like, we need to research it. Uh, read it. Just read the science. Talk to the athletes that have used it to heal from their brain damaged uh, football injuries and uh, traumatic brain concussions. This is a big deal in football, too, for real. This is a big, big deal in football. 
Um, you know, we're demanding, you know, uh, such entertainment from these, uh, you know, as entertainment from these athletes, you know, that they're just these superhuman heroes that can just do everything is that, you know, what people put on these, these humans, right? Yeah, these these right. athletes. And so, and then to deny them uh, the capability to use a medicine that the way that they need to, to heal, they'll allow them to inject themselves with all sorts of things and steroids and, you know, oh, there's within reason you can't use certain, you know, performance enhancing drugs, you know, that'll make your muscles bigger. But uh, <laughs> what is, what, first of all, is anybody in the comments ever run faster because you were smoking? Cause I like, okay, let me just explain to y'all. We, <laughs> We, um, we work out some, yes, only because my knees don't hurt and my body doesn't hurt because I use cannabis so I can run faster. But but I just want to say, but I just want to say what happened. Let me tell you what happened this morning. So I, so I have been, um, I work out almost every day and I've been coming on to discord to do it and, you know, just to hang out. Cause we like to do a morning session anyway. So I'm like kill two birds with one stone. And Hey, if I motivate somebody, that's a bonus too. Right. So me and MJ are working out this morning. I'm not kidding y'all four sets of 11 of 11 on all of my exercises. That's all I do. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I do. I don't do a whole lot. It took us at least two hours we kept stopping to smoke. We smoked. We, we like we weren't doing it faster. I mean, we were getting it done for sure. But you know what I'm saying. Um, but again, cannabis enables us to perform um, at a different level. If I weren't able to use cannabis every day in the way that I like to and want to and need to, um, no, would I be able to do all of the activities that I like to do? Not without yeah. pain. I just want to say that my workout was not uh, in a scheduled time slot and anybody watching that thinks I do anything else slow, just bring it down a notch. I, I show up on time. I do my job in a timely manner. So 970-426-5985. I'll prove it to you. Don't worry we about do it. it. Right. We do it right. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> so um, Richardson herself last month said that she's hopeful that her suspension from participating in the Olympics after testing positive will lead to an international policy change for athletes. And she says she would be blessed if that happens as a result of her punishment. So um, the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency expressed sympathy for Richard Finn and asserted that the rules on cannabis for international athletes must change. Um, The White House press secretary also suggested that it may be time for a reevaluation of the cannabis prohibition. So... Your sister's in here telling us that she lost the last three races since she got busted for consuming cannabis. Right. Cause she's probably not been able to use because, it. Right. So she's not able to use it. She was consuming cannabis, I believe for, um, for depression. I want to say, cause her mother had recently passed and she was, she's grieving and I use cannabis on a daily basis for depression. So I get that part. Can you, can I just tell you how much, I have to push myself harder to get that workout done when I'm like in my depression, when I'm, you know, suffering with the symptoms of that, it's much more difficult. And when I use cannabis, it helps me come out of that. I also microdose uh, fungus, the fungus among us. 
So I, I use a couple of different plant medicines for my mental health, but I think it's really, I mean, there's, again, I say this all the time. Cannabis has been illegal for a shorter time than it, or has been legal. Yeah. has been illegal for a shorter time than it's been legal. So cannabis has been legal for a very long time. And then there's that short period of time that we're kind of living through right now where cannabis um, prohibition still exists. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? Just, um, have faith, I guess. And with that also, there's plenty of research out there. Raphael McCollum does a lot of research on, um, cannabis, cannabinoids. He does use synthetic cannabinoids to do some of the research because it's necessary. Oftentimes there's not a, uh, there's not enough of a test sample that can be extracted directly from the plant for a lot of these cannabinoids. So there is a synthetic created for that purpose to study the cannabinoid and kind of understand it a little bit better. Um, he's not advocating for us to be out here creating synthetics to use in lieu of the Correct. natural plant. He's uses synthetics to, um, to study the plant, yes. to create a larger sample, to, to create a larger effects sample of it. Yes. Yes. And, oh, I had said that, you know, we, there's plenty of um, research and evidence that um, it can treat and even cure cancer and put cancer into remiss, put cancer patients into remission. Um, um, But in the United States and with the research that we have access to, um, or free access to, or knowledge that we have open access to, um, our solution for cannabis is Rick Simpson oil. And the dosage goes uh, 90 grams in, is it 60 grams in 90 days or 90 grams in 60 days? It's 60 grams in 90 days. It's 60 grams in 90 days because you got to start low and go slow. So you start low, you start with like a half a grain to a full grain of rice. If you're an adult, if you're working with a child, definitely work with your physician, blah, blah, blah. All the, all the caveat with that. And you're going to want to go with a lower dose. But the whole purpose in the beginning is to start building your tolerance and building uh, what, you can, what you can take into your body. So you want to start with a half to a full grain of rice. Um, if you take it with an edible, it's going to react like an edible. So it's going to take at least uh, 30 minutes up to an hour to two hours to start to onset for you. Um, but you can use it as a... Uh, sublingual and rub it into your gums and it'll take effect faster. Start with that. And then every four days you increase by half. So if you start with a grain of rice, four days, you do that for four days. And then the next day you increase by half. So you take two grains of rice until you get to a full gram a day. Hold your nose. If you're doing it as a sublingual, cause Whoa. you got to deal, deal with the taste. So just hold your Whoa. nose, suck it and, up. And, uh, you know, like, as Bring many benefits and you want and like I, I know we're limited in our selection inside of dispensaries and dispensaries and also producers we have to try to do better about that um remember the reason why we do this right we want to heal the people um but having said that you want an rso that has as many can plant cannabinoids as possible. You want as many phytocannabinoids in that RSO as possible. 
So the point of the RSO is to pull, like the recipe is to pull all the cannabinoids out of the plant and make them accessible for us to consume. So um, Rick Simpson gives that recipe away for free if you are a home grower um, and produce enough plants to create it. Uh, if somebody tries to sell you the recipe, they are not Rick Simpson. He is uh, very much against that. What's up, Margo? And, um, and yeah, you can get it in dispensaries, but again, it's going to be limited to probably THC and CBD, uh, most likely. I've seen CBG and CBN in a couple of products, but not many. Not so. very many. I don't, I wasn't, I don't think we were expecting to get into that conversation, but I I mean, if we're going to talk about the research and the synthetics and all that stuff, I mean, we got to share the, the educational parts too. For sure. For sure. So. Um, real quick, just to wrap up this last bit about um, athletes and cannabis um, as of right now, NBA policy, they have a temporary policy not to randomly drug test players for, um, for it amid the pandemic. Um, and it may become permanent, but this is the fun little statement, and I don't agree with this. Rather than mandate blanket tests, Commissioner Adam Silver said the league would be reaching out to players who show signs of problematic dependency, not those who are using it casually. I don't know what that means. I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, I know what it means, but Wait, I because devil's advocate on this. Okay. I feel like, first of all, I think cannabis is not physically addicting. Let's just start there for everybody watching. Who's anybody who's not. Yeah, here I go. I'm, I'm going there. I'm going there. So I want to start there. Having said that, there are people who do have dependency issues with cannabis, dependency issues being they're unable to hold a job, they're unable to maintain their relationships, it has caused problems in their life. You can have a um, an unhealthy dependency on going to the gym, okay? So let's just be clear about what that looks like. But I think what your sister is saying right here in the comments that this is going to be a tool to discriminate. I think it's going to be a tool used to discriminate. I don't think, like, what do you mean problematic um, dependency? Does that mean I'm not showing up for practices? Or what does that mean? Like, what is that? What, yeah. What does it mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also do I show up high and am I playing at my best or I'm not playing at my best? Right. Or am I using cannabis and I'm still going to test for it, you know, in other forms. So that's the thing is that it doesn't matter how we consume it. If we are tested for it, it's going to show up, you right. know? And so whether it's right. a, so, so, so like, if you say, Oh, I feel like you have problematic use, but I used it like last weekend, it's still going to show up because I use it every weekend. So it's in my system. Or I use it as a transdermal, uh, you know, topical. That, During the uh, week when I don't have practices. When I'm not, or when I am in practice, I'm using yeah. a transdermal. Right. 
I want to say about trans girls is that I always warn that there's a potential for feeling those psychoactive effects. But all, in all honesty, I've never had a patient report that ever. Those are in such low doses that they don't cause that effect. And also, if you're using any type of cannabis that you got out of a dispensary, it has to have THC in it. So it could be a low dose of THC, but still that's showing up in your blood test because you're using a transdermal today. Yes. I have patients that say that uh, they do not get um, psychedelic effects, but they uh, may feel an absence of pain. And so that gives them a little bit of euphoria because they haven't felt that in a while. So, um, you know, there's um, this, this, this right here, this right here. I want to put this up on the screen. Trigger warning. Sorry. Trigger warning, domestic violence. Okay. I'll put this up on the screen because never do they talk about problematic alcohol use. This is what happens. True statement. When we have a, a toxic individual who is also consuming alcohol what do we do about that then we then they're still allowed to play unless she dies and ends up in their trunk sorry i'm so sorry trigger warning like a motherfucker i'm so sorry but like seriously that's really don't talk about cannabis that way because never have i ever you know I mean, cannabis by itself, I don't know. I haven't run into very many, unless they're just problematically, you know, angry and, you know, belligerent in general. As a human being, I cannabis doesn't make you like that. It brings you off of that. Agreed. I, I don't know. I, I haven't had anyone. Um, we do have a question on our intake that says, um, is in any way it has does cannabis make your life worse and um, your symptoms worse, your conditions worse. And I don't think I've ever, I think I had one person kind of respond in a way that they would get unmotivated because they weren't using the products properly. And they stated that they're like, I get unmotivated because I don't use the products properly Mm -hmm. and they're not, uh, documenting the products and what they're using. So they can't say, oh, this one, uh, you know, maybe I should use that in the evening because it, uh, you know, yes. sets me down a little bit. And this one I should use when um, I am getting ready to go, uh, you know, have to function. And so go, go for a hike. <laughs> um, go for a hike. <laughs> go for a hike. Exactly. Well, well, this is my problem when we talk about, uh, when we talk about, uh, um, how doctors are, are diagnosing people with cannabis hyper, hyperemesis, hyperemesis, hyper, I, I never say, yeah, thank you. Um, I never say that word, right. Um, how they're diagnosing it immediately without testing the cannabis, without knowing where the cannabis came from, without knowing what's in the cannabis, they're just automatically blaming frequent cannabis use. So far, I have not had any issues, and most people do not. It's a very small portion uh, portion of the population that has any of these issues. And when I've asked a couple people about it that have been diagnosed, if they got their medicine off of the regulated market, they didn't. The couple that I've um, 
Uh, I mean, some I, people might have. I don't want to say it's not, but right. I'm just the couple that I had here. You know, I had someone bring <clears throat> ask me about a patient that wanted to, you know, get a little more information on it. Um, and when we were talking about it, I said, "Well, did they talk? You know, ask them about anything else that was, you know, not necessarily cannabis, but you know, did they look at other factors?" And he's like, "No." I was like, "Well," and I was like, "Well, I would suggest that your friends start doing a treatment tracker, tracking what products that he's using, how he's feeling when he's you know, feeling these symptoms, because he said it's not every single time." And so right. that's one of the things when we talk about the hypermesis is that it's supposed to be that every single time you use cannabis, you are part yep. of it. You're getting the adverse reaction. You got to take hot showers. I like. We're saying that it's supposed to help it, right? And (laughs) I don't want to be sick, but I like hot showers. So we're talking about our basically our ECS system working against us, and what happens, and how is there a reset button? I guess is my question. That's always Um, been my argument. That's always been my argument is that all of the symptoms that you are claiming that cannabis is causing are all symptoms that cannabis relieves. So it just, it, it kind of really um, plays with the brain. It actually, it's more, you know, for us, you know, we we can sit here and, and talk about it like this, but for those that are not even familiar with cannabis or those even that are, you know, we're talking again, this question came from like a deadhead who's been smoking like half his lifetime, you know, right? <laughs> for longer than we've been alive. And and, and he's like, all of a sudden they're telling me I, I, I'm allergic to cannabis. Yeah, what? What? How? And, um, and so again, when... Um, this goes for all diagnoses, um, get a second opinion, talk to other people, look at other options. Um, allopathy is one, only one way to look at your health, um, and your body. And so there's, you know, would you like to give the definition of that word for the viewers who don't know what you're allopathy (laughs) is a medical doctor. Then you have doctors of osteopathy, which are DOs and you have nurse practitioners, you have, um, naturopaths. So these are all medical professionals and they're all qualified in different ways because of their schooling or their certifications. There's board certified. And so that means they took additional, uh, you know, schooling and testing to actually be specialized in things. And so, um, yeah, you're, there are so many MDs that'll just throw something at you. They're not really looking at your chart. They're looking at, uh, you know, a patient number and they're scooching you on your way. Um, find a doctor that cares. I know it's hard, but take your time to do your due diligence. Be patient, be kind to your physician, you know, your own advocate because nobody else is going to advocate for you. Like you advocate for you. Um, and, uh, and your, your physician should also be advocating for you. Yes. And so if they're not, then that's your cue to Move go find someone else, um, yes. talk to someone else, but get, you know, there are advocacy group groups that help patients that can't advocate for themselves. So seek out support groups that might, you know, specific to what you have going on because the healthcare industry is a, you know, cesspool of bullshit of, I just got an alert on my ring that said there's a mountain lion in your hood. <laughs> in your hood. Um, uh, in the hood. Mount, uh, two minutes ago, 0.5 miles away. Dang. That's crazy. I'm glad we don't get notifications. I mean, we do. I do have a Facebook keep, group. Keep where nugget they, in the house. Like that, but yes. 
Um, and people, so people do post about that all the time on the groups that I'm in and everyone, you know, in the comments jumps in is like, we moved into their area. And it's like, dumbasses, we know this. They're telling you, watch your animals. But yeah. Yeah. Don't let your dog it, out. Don't be the assholes that like my animal got ate, ate, eaten by a mountain lion. Well, you got warned on Facebook and you were told to, you told everyone that this is the, uh, yeah, their territory. Like watch your animals and your kids and yourself. And yourself. Shit. Um, that's scary shit. <laughs> um, but I want to say about, uh, uh, CHS, I want to say also that I've read and I, I need to, I need to find them again because I can't find the articles where I've read, but I've read, uh, several articles where, uh, they talk about azadiractin toxicity. Azadiractin is the main ingredient in neem oil. And so if we don't flush uh, this out of our plants, it could stick around and it could maintain itself in the flower. And um, it also taught the toxicity presents like CHS presents, which is why I just want you to test the plant. I want you to test what I'm using. And that's why you want to document to a certain degree where we're getting our flower from so many different sources when we're buying from dispensaries, you know, people are, you know, dispensaries wholesale in. So it doesn't mean that that dispensary is growing their product. Right. We don't necessarily have to list that that is from another company. Most do, I think out of, of, like building, I've seen some not where I was like, Oh, is this yours? And they're like, no, I was like, Oh, cool. (sighs) No worries. But <laughs> at least tell but me also, who it is so like, I can go look up that company to see what their you know, ethics might be. Right. Um, and then we test the products for sure on the regulated market. Um, not necessary on what's up. Um, so not necessary on on uh, obviously underground when you're getting your stuff from underground. Neem oil is considered an organic pesticide has been used by farmers for centuries as a pesticide for your tomatoes and for your garden and stuff. And it works really well to keep the bugs away. But we should not use it when our plants are going to flower. We should not spray really anything onto our plants once they go into flower um, because those those um, chemicals and compounds could be maintained in the plant. And uh, if we do happen to have to spray something as a pesticide, um, then we need to make sure that it's in the early days of flower, um, that we avoid it in the late flower stages and that we flush, 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 which means, which means water your plant (laughs) basically without anything in it to make sure that you get a clean, clean um, plant flush. So anyways, I read this um, crazy method of dunking your plant in the water when you, ha- if you had um, the, uh, spider mites, like it was a crazy, like, I don't know, it, it was a long time yeah. ago, but there's, yes, there's it was, a lot of different methods. There's a lot of different um, other methods. I would say consider, consider, consider organic, um, uh, uh, organic predators to your predators. So bugs, consider other bugs to take care consider of it instead of spraying bugs. your plant. Um, but be careful with what you, even the organic products could stick in our plant and then they could cause a toxicity, you know, um, you know, shit is organic, but you're not going to eat it. So just be aware that organic doesn't necessarily mean safe to consume into your body. Um, but we do want to use the cleanest materials and make sure that the plant is as clean as possible before we consume it. And, um, and don't listen to somebody because they wear a white lab coat. Remember, that the that it's a medical practice 
And um, they're still required to go to um, educational classes every year in order to maintain their license. They don't know everything. We could teach them a thing or two, especially if they're not, you know, really uh, well-versed on cannabis. Um, And I think we should work together because I would like to see more doctors, more well, and nurses and medical practitioners more well-versed on cannabis. They teach less than 4% of the curriculum on cannabis in those types of programs. And a lot of the curriculum is based in stigma and, um, you know, untruths. So, correct. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's funny. We did, uh, you know, try to do a program like that where we actually wanted to educate the physicians go yeah. in and do it as a service. I, you know can what? I just pause okay. you for a second? Because there's one thing that I have to say about about uh, Dr. B. And that is that he has he was the most thorough um He talked to me when I first uh, met him and I definitely recommended you guys to patients, um, you know, as one of our top, right. We can't just recommend one doctor, you guys. It's like a conflict of interest, but anyways, but he was like a top recommended um, physician because when I went through um, his clinic, the first time he talked to me about how cannabis could be very useful in treating my conditions. But then he talked to me about how other things could be useful to me. Like, um, you know, practicing yoga, um, getting acupuncture, um, things like that, you know? So, so he talked to me about other things and he, and then he also talked to me about the medical stuff too, because he's, he's, um, educated in Western medicine. Absolutely amazing. I, I want, he is the inspiration for the doctors that I think that we need in the cannabis space. Yes. And and we tried and, um, we tried, (laughs) I know you did. I know. I remember. But, um, but because of so much of the stigma, it is a little bit harder. And again, everyone um, has this idea that they've already, they can do it um, for free. They can do it online. They can um, whatever. And so, um, <laughs> and we wanted to do, you know, coming from our background and helping, you know, working with the patients to and the dispensaries um, as a whole, um, to then take it from you know patients to physicians and connect them in that sense and have it so that patients are comfortable talking to their practitioners about their cannabis use. Right now, like we have a question on, are is your um, prescribing practitioner aware of your cannabis use? And um, and then one of my selections, I was like, are you uncomfortable talking to your primary care about this? Because, you know, most of them are going to answer that question of, you know, yes, just to either lie or say no. And then then, then the, it is another driven conversation. But mm-hmm. if we have the capability to say, oh, well, would your practitioner like to be educated about cannabis? And so that's what we always say is that we are happy to share this knowledge. It is not going to, you know, like I'm share happy to the knowledge. Yeah, I'm happy happy to help practitioners get registered on the Colorado registry system so that they can do this for their patients. Right. We are a clinic that roll into towns that do not have practitioners available. You know, it's crazy to me. Like, and and then they're creating a rule that patients uh, at a certain age have to see two practitioners and they have to be from different clinics. I can't stand it. Um, Listen, it's crazy to me that somebody who is. you know, charged with, took an oath to look out for the best interest of their patients, um, would not at least look at and listen to the science. Like, isn't science your thing? 
Like, isn't science your thing? You're just denying science because you have an opinion about something. Or because it was just uh, you know, omitted at the time that you went through your education. And now, right. that it, now that it's available, you're still wrestling with the fact that you're federally funded. And so you can't even talk about it. Here's the question. Your patient can't um, even talk to you about it. Here's the question. Is there, uh, can, can you actually ask Dr. B about this? Cause, and you might know the answer before you have to ask him, but if you don't know the answer, I definitely would like to hear from him about it. Do, are there now continuing ed classes that would, um, that would count towards the hours that they have to take every year? Are there continuing ed classes about cannabis that there are, but I don't think that they are required, you know, so like, um, so Kev, like Kev, uh, you know, is a uh, uh, ECS certified, you know, right. he went through. And so, yes, they have one that uh, if you are a medical professional, then you can use this and it would be, it would be uh, considered continued uh, medical education credits or something is however they're termed. Um, <clears throat> and so, yes, uh, but there are some that, um, that do not offer that they are not certified to, to, uh, you know, give those credits or whatever. So you, they have to go through a process. And, um, and so, yes, I, there are available out there, but they're not required. It is like a, it's solely to do on your time if you want to. And it just yeah. goes towards your hours of continued education. Um, I think like from what I understand, okay, look, I'm not a doctor. I'm just like, this is just based on my limited understanding is that, they can choose from a selection of courses that are offered um, to fulfill the hours that they need to fulfill. Well, I, 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 I'm basing this on what I know about what attorneys have to do. Cause my boss used to have to take, and he had a lit, there was like a list. You could take certain classes on certain yeah. things. And um, so I just wonder if cannabis education and even like a basic 101 class would be offered. I feel like that just like a basic, you know, the, Dawn's the basic- here. let's ask Dawn, Dawn does, um, is the Canation, um, is, uh, Dr. Regina's Canation, is that a CIA, is that certified credits, um, for continued, um, education for physicians That's still good hanging with us? I, I bet she is. Yeah, I, I'm talking about something she loves. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so as she's, you know, that question's out there. I I know that. Um, can I just like when I was teaching the dispensary agent training class, I had doctors and nurse practitioners come to the class and learn so much in that class that they had to go learn more. Like like they didn't, you know, if if that's what you do, when you love learning about medicine and stuff like that. So so they left my class with a basic understanding of cannabis and cannabinoids and terpenes and how the plant functions and everything. And then they went and expanded that. And I feel like just getting, not making, but getting all doctors into just like a basic, like I'll teach it 101 class, (laughs) something that they can just. I think too, what's, you know, the idea, um, you know, and what some um, physicians hesitate on is the whole idea of not knowing um, how medicine works and some of that, uh, as far as like when patients ask for a prescription, when patients are told how much to take immediately every day at what time and how many times a day, um, we are not allowed to give a prescription. It is a recommendation or I am right. me speaking as I'm not a doctor, um, but practitioners um, that are recommending cannabis are not allowed to give a 
prescription, which right. means a dose. In, every, in any state, in any legal state. You can, and you that means a dose and a recommend, a dose and a um, uh, recommended how many you know, time period or whatever, right. whatever that is. So that's um, in, just, just to clarify, that's in any state. Um, they have to give like a certification or a recommendation. They don't ever call it a prescription. And that's because of the federal law. So federally, it is still Schedule 1. And Schedule 1, according to federal law, it has no medicinal use or purpose. And therefore, you could not prescribe it as a doctor. Sorry, go ahead. I Yeah, we could. I definitely want to get um, a little follow-up and uh, you know, meet up with um, Dr. Regina again. Uh, We'd love to have her on the show, just yeah. her, to talk about this. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. And, um, and she's also in Oklahoma, so... Um, we should scroll through there. Let's when, go back. Let's just go. Let's just go through through again, you know, it's going to start to talk about cannabis. Do you have time? Do you um, have time to talk to us about cannabis? But uh, she does offer the ECS therapy cannation uh, course and, uh, and is a, and, and, you know, she's, she's a cool chick. Do we have um, a do we have a website where people could go look at her course? I'm sure um, I could find it real quick. Just show up on her door like uh like no offense to Jehovah's Witnesses, but we could show up like, do you have time to talk about our Lord and Savior cannabis? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Y'all, if y'all don't think cannabis is God, I don't even know what God is. I don't. I don't know. Savior. That's what she is. And God is a woman. And also, Jesus wasn't white. Sorry. Not sorry. What's the show if I don't ruffle a few feathers? I don't think I ruffled anybody in here's feathers, honestly. I think think everybody in here is pretty much on the same page. Um, Don knows. (laughs) okay so i also do can we send that to our email or put that in our email so i can click on that as well because i have i i actually want to take that course i would too we should uh, we should enroll in it together yes absolutely um the endocannabinoid is so interesting um i was just actually sharing some information about it with a friend uh earlier today i think so um there's so much that we can learn from from that. I'm actually, you guys follow us um, on TikTok at TCCP. Um, you can also follow the High Council, which is, uh, I'll be posting on there tomorrow a little information about the ECS. I don't want to, I don't want to say it here because I want to guys go view the video. It's uh, the, high, <laughs> the, the high council 420 uh, is the page that you can follow there. I'm Canna Queen DGO everywhere I go and you can follow me everywhere. Uh, MJ, wh- where are we following you? <laughs> Anywhere? Um, just on the TCCP. Yeah. That's the only place where, I mean, I, you know, lady uh, might have a lady eats page one day, but no, there, I don't um, have any personal socials that I, I share it's with okay. public people's. I'm, I made her come here and be on camera. You um, and so, yes. And so I don't, I don't, uh, TCCP and uh, our Insta's there. TikToks. And then if you find me a, 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 otherwise, you know, good luck to you. Good luck. <laughs> I have a <laughs> holla. Good luck. Good luck finding her. Um, my, I, I make her, I literally make her do social media, you guys, but she's getting better at it. So there's that. 
but I literally, I'm like, we can't be here doing this thing without being there doing that thing. And speaking of that thing, and I don't have it pulled out. Here it is right here. Um, we are going to do a giveaway when our, when our TikTok page reaches a thousand so that she can go live with Canna Queen from there. Um, so help us reach a thousand. I know that means that we have to actually put out more content there. And, and just in fairness, we do have videos and sounds saved that we are going to put out. <laughs> We're just, um, but we do have other, you know, we, we do work for our, our uh, yeah, yeah. Like we're because- just. A right now bit. we are not making money through the cannabis closet, uh, though we would like to, um, and our education of C- through CQLLC, We're um, there. but We're we going. are, we are for hire for cannabis education. And until then Listen, we have to all are high and mighty about the education in your staff. And I can tell you, you need to read your reviews and then you need to call me. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm only saying what I'm saying. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, when we reach a thousand on TikTok, which is at TCCP, and again, we will work on putting out more content and making time for you. I think that we make time for the things that we find important. And I'm starting to understand that about how people, you know, treat us and interact with us and things. And if this is important to us, then we we're going to make time for it. And it is very important to us. So we're going to make more time for our TikTok page, even though TikTok doesn't like people like us. The crap out of us. (laughs) Even though they censor the shit out of us. So it's, uh-huh. it's going to be less of our, you know, our, our, uh, you know, shaking the shit up. Uh, well, no, well, we always shake the shit up, but um, we have to be able to do more sound more, stuff. Yeah. We have to look, be a little bit more careful about our cannabis consumption. So, so we'll also work on um, posting some, some better content that is more cannabis related um, onto our Instagram page as well. We do need to work on our social media. You guys can hold us accountable. Absolutely. And we would appreciate that. When we reach a thousand on TikTok, we are going to do a live giveaway right here on, um, on our live channel. So we're on Facebook live, YouTube, and Twitch right now. Um, We will do a live giveaway of this beauty right here. We have not named her yet him yet her uh it um non-binary dinosaur yet and uh they we have not named them yet uh but we should and it does have a banger in a bowl that goes with it so you can smoke grass or you can smoke wax either one works either way i actually prefer to have separate pieces for my grass and separate pieces for my wax that's just my preference but you know you do what you do um, this is a really amazing little piece. It came from Daily High Club. Shout out Daily High Club. And um, we're going to do this as a giveaway once we reach a thousand followers on our TikTok. So we will do our part to get you guys engaged. Y'all do your part to get other people engaged. And let's make this happen. And we'll you giveaway. will have to be present uh, on that uh, drawing date to win. Um, so just so you know. <clears throat> Yes, and um, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about it a little bit on our to share and uh, again keep you engaged on the TikTok. Absolutely, um, <laughs> we're gonna do better. You guys gotta hold us accountable. Like, where the fuck are you guys at? Yes, yes. That's that's well. We're we're here and we're doing our best to, um, you know, to, you know, be more timely and to block out our time a little bit better but it did take us two hours to work out this morning it was a leisurely morning but you know what i had a list to do today and you know what i got my shit done on my list so i I just i I had a list of stuff to do today and i actually got that stuff done also 
Um, my list, I don't think was very long, but it was long enough for today. And, and that's, that's, that's enough for me. Um, so we got, we got some emails sent out today. Um, uh, I, we got some work done outside of. The oh, we missed. oh, do we miss it? Dang it. We always miss it. Dang it. It's three minutes. Hey, we should West Coast. An alarm. Somebody needed to holler at us. Is anybody on the West Coast right now? It's 420 on the West Coast. 423. They should remind us because we're stoners. But hey, I'm going to wait. One, two, three, four, five. I'm going to heat up the Dr. Dabber. So All that's right. what I'll do. I'll, uh, I, yes, I will pack a, a fresh heat. If you guys want a Dr. Dabber link um, to purchase one, I will give you one if you shoot me an email. Um, I'm not going to post it in here. I don't have a discount code anymore. So basically, you just be helping a sister out. If you want one, get one and use my link, and that way I get paid too. That's all. <laughs> I'm posting uh, the voter suppression uh episode which was monday's episode i'm i'm ahead of schedule right now so i'm posting that um to today it's all set up to post um that'll be posted so you'll catch it on um apple podcast spotify google play uh as well as it's it's posted on all of the platforms that y'all are watching on right now too so go check it out if you missed it the other day um what else Hang with us in Discord if you want to. Sometimes we're in there for just wake and bake in the morning. Sometimes we want to put the link in here. I'll put the link in here. Um, We never put the link in here because we're just like email us, but y'all, y'all don't apparently like our email. Today was my first workout uh, in the morning um, while hanging out um, (laughs) and. It was great. It was awesome. So, but don't feel the pressure to work out if we are working out. Like, just uh, you know, we we, we are baking as well as we are um, working out. So, just saying, come hang with us in the Discord. We also just uh, hang out, do work. Yeah, sometimes we hang out and do work, and then and then you guys get the skinny on what's going on behind the scenes kind of thing. And also sometimes we uh, listen to what you have to say and your input is very important to us. We just and have a, yeah, we like to sesh. We just uh, jump on and sesh and uh, chit chat. That's, that's a temporary link. That link is only going to last for 12 hours and it's only good for 10 people. So jump on it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what else is going on? I don't think, I think we talked about some real, real shit today. Um, I think there was one other thing uh, that uh, I was looking at marijuana moment earlier as well. I had a, yeah. We didn't even cover all the stories I had either. Go um, ahead. The Washington state activists are announcing their 2022 drug decriminalization ballot campaign. Um, I'm, you know, this was released six hours ago, so um, I didn't even have time to read it, but I'm assuming it's in response or kind of to align with what uh, just was kind of being reviewed um, for federalization. So. Well, I got a couple of articles. I just want to read the headlines and give you a little <clears throat> breakdown. First of all, uh, this is from Normal. So if you guys want to check out normal.org, definitely check that out. Uh, first of all, Virginia Botanical. That's flower, y'all. Uh, medical cannabis sales begin. I love that they're calling it botanicals. First of all, that's beautiful. 
Uh, sales of cannabis flower in Virginia begin this month when dispensaries in Manassas, Portsmouth, woo woo, uh, and Richmond. I say woo woo because it's part of kind of close to where uh, where I stomped. I'm not really a fan of Portsmouth. I'd like to stay out of there, but it's kind of close to where I was stomping before. So the that means my friends can get legal cannabis just uh, over a bridge, and I'm really happy about that. Uh, and Richmond received their final product approvals from the Board of Pharmacy, uh, which is the board that is regulating uh, cannabis in the state of Virgi- in the sorry the Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, this the state agency which currently regulates medical cannabis. So yeah, that's what I just said. So they're going to have a uh, flower soon available, and that's amazing. Yay! Um, yeah, yeah. I have some people in Richmond that will be excited. I wonder what the actual registration process. I'm sure it's very similar to uh, each state's, but yeah, everyone's a little bit different of what they um, are requiring for patients. Yeah, and adult, even I guess adult use. Yeah. Um, the neck. The other story that has really a great story is a uh, New Jersey courts expunge over 360,000 marijuana cases. Woo-hoo. That's beautiful. Good job, New Jersey. Um, I'm not going to read this article, but you can find it on the normal website. Um, and then there's an update on ballot efforts, uh, 2022 marijuana reform ballot initiative efforts. There's one in Arkansas. Uh, I know we have a couple listeners in, or at least probably one or two in Arkansas um, activists are working to qualify a ballot measure to legalize and regulate adult use in the state. Uh, the proposal would allow adults to legally purchase up to four ounces what? Um, of marijuana. Is that a day? That's okay. Go get it um, and grow up to 12 plants. So that's pretty good. Um, that's beautiful. Actually proponents must gather um 89,151 signatures by July of 22. So uh, hopefully that gets onto the ballot. You guys uh, look at everything. Don't just look at what, how it's going to benefit you maybe directly, but like look at whether or not it's going to monopolize anything. If small businesses are going to be affected, like can we have, you know, cannabis is not just about the purchase of cannabis. So I'm just saying, you know, make sure your laws are right before we vote on them. Okay, uh, Idaho uh, is uh, depenalization. So Idaho activists received the green light from the Secretary of State to begin collecting signatures for the proposed depenalization ballot initiative. If qualified, the measure would allow the adult possession of up to three ounces of cannabis on private property, and the measure would not establish a regulated marketplace. But they also have another ballot measure that they're trying to put on. Another group of activists was also cleared to begin collecting signatures in hopes of qualifying a separate medical marijuana measure uh, for the 2022 ballot. So Idaho um, might have that on the ballot. The proposal would allow qualifying patients to access up to four ounces of medical marijuana with a physician's recommendation as well as permit home cultivation of up to six plants. That's a really um, beautiful uh, proposal. Activists have until May of 2022 to collect 65,000 signatures. Again, make sure that you look at the laws. Uh, In Missouri, Missouri, I know we got Missouri here because we talk about Missouri all the time. and I know you guys support us. We love you guys out there. I just want to let you know that. Um, Legalization, similar. So I know that there's some issues about this bill and I want to talk to people in Missouri about it since we have so Mm -hmm. many listeners. I want to get clear on what 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 the problems are, what we like, what we don't like. 
Uh, similar to the campaign to legalize medical marijuana in the state in 2018, Missouri residents could see several competing marijuana legalization measures on the state's 2022 ballot. Fair Access Missouri, one of the groups working to qualify marijuana reform ballot measures, has submitted several initiatives, and at least one of which would legalize adult use uh, marijuana in the state. Uh, New Approach Missouri, which is a group. So if you guys want to look these groups up, definitely um, take a look at Normal and you can go um, see what they're all about. Um, You should know who your friends and your enemies are. I'm just saying, do your research. Don't just trust the word of people, okay? Um, New Approach Missouri, the proponents behind the successful medical marijuana initiative in 2018, also plan to qualify an adult use legalization measure for the 2022 ballot. A new adult use legalization ballot measure has been submitted by a third group of proponents, Legal Missouri 2022. Um, 171,592 signatures are needed to qualify each initiative by May of 2022. I would love in each of these states to have some people on to talk to us about these measures. If you guys know of anybody, and I I think maybe we'll do some research this week um, to try to find and connect with some of these individuals so that we can have these conversations before they start coming up on these ballot measures. And then we'll record it too. Um, that way we can replay it right before time for it to show up or, or do an update on it or whatever. Um, so this is Work Wednesday, everybody. You just got a little piece of that. <laughs> That's what we do. Um, <clears throat> Nebraska. <laughs> so I don't know if I did that accent right now. I apologize. Um, I apologize. I should not have done that. That was rude. Um, After the 2020 medical marijuana measure was stripped from the ballot, advocates with Nebraska for medical marijuana are once again working to legalize medical marijuana access in the state in order to avoid violating the single subject rule that derailed the 2020 effort. We talked about this single subject rule happening in Idaho, I think. Was it Idaho or was it? No, it was South Dakota. was also happening in South Dakota. And that is that they... um, that they, well, I'll just finish reading this. In order to avoid um, violating the single subject rule that derailed the 2020 effort, um, activists now plan to place two separate uh, complementary initiatives on the ballot for 2022. Uh, Nebraska lawmakers consider legalization or legislation, excuse me, to legalize medical marijuana access in 2021, but the bill was ultimately defeated. Uh, the campaign team has officially submitted language for two different measures. So what happened is they submitted the language the first time. Hey, what's up, Cannabisic? They submitted the language the first time, uh, but uh, I think all together in one initiative. And so now they're going to submit it separately as two different ballot initiatives. Um, check your phone. Um, you have an article. Okay. I know, honey. We already <laughs> actually already talked about it. We're going to start bringing Marla that's, on for our sports uh, corner. We're just going to have her come that, on. That's for an our... article that I, I was reading from uh, when we spoke about it. We're going to bring, we're going to bring you on. Can we, can we start bringing you on for our marijuana sports corner? Just. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cannabis sports corners over here. Okay, so so they're going to submit it, and then they're going to need the signatures. Again, you can read all of this on normal.org, July 2022. We're going a little bit over what we had planned, so I just want to kind of get through these. Um, North Dakota, a group of North Dakota activists are collecting signatures for adult use. Uh, 2022 initiative 
The measure would allow adults to legally possess and purchase marijuana from retail outlets, as well as grow a limited number of cannabis plants. It hasn't said how many. Um, a separate group made up of proponents uh, behind a failed 2018 legalization ballot will be working on this. They're going to have to collect 27,000 signatures by January. So that's coming up very, very, very soon. Yep. Ohio um, is the coalition to regulate marijuana like alcohol. That's <laughs> a mouthful. Have submitted an initial slew of signatures in hopes of qualifying a statewide ballot measure that would push lawmakers to enact adult use cannabis legalization in, in Ohio. Um, they have to collect signatures by December of this year. Lawmakers will have four months to enact the reform. If they fail to enact it, um, a they'll have to get an additional signatures. So they, uh, they have to collect 132,887 signatures. They will have to double that um, if the lawmakers fail to act um, and collect those by July. So if the lawmakers fail to act, then they have to go back out and get more signatures. This, anyways, crazy. Um, uh, Oklahoma, a group of activists is working for adult use, um, adult use measure, um, the same group of activists is also working on a separate ballot to initiate initiative to amend the state's current operating medical marijuana program. Uh, it would transform the transform the Oklahoma Medical Marijuana Authority into the Oklahoma Cannabis Commission, an agency that would be responsible for regulating all legal cannabis products in the state. Um, and it would fund re- it would fund research programs, mental health services, and law enforcement training. The first South- one is called cannabis program versus marijuana yes. policy. Yeah. I, yeah, listen, I enjoy the language changes. You guys know that South Dakota legalization. We kind of talked about that the other day. Um, they're trying to get uh, Amendment A back on the ballot. Um, the, there's a some court issues with that. Their governor is fighting against them. And it's got, listen, legalization has over 70% um, approval rating in, in the state. So um, they're trying to overturn the will of the people out in South Dakota. We talked about that in the last episode, and I urge you to listen to it. And we're going to be posting that today on all of our other platforms. Last one is Wyoming. Um, decriminalization is um, on the bill, or they're proposing it. Um They've started getting signatures to remove the threat of jail time for adults who possess up to an ounce of cannabis instead of instead imposing a fine. It's still bullshit, but it's better than going to jail. Fifty dollars for the first uh, 70 and second uh, 75 for anything else caught. If you're caught growing, it's a two hundred dollar fine. Medical cannabis uh, is also being discussed for the ballot. Uh, for a ballot initiative, it would permit qualifying patients to access up to four ounces of medical cannabis flower and up to 20 grams of medical marijuana derived products per 30 day period. Okay. Uh, patients would also be allowed to cultivate up to eight mature plants at home for therapeutic use. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, so that's in Wyoming. So if you know anybody in any of those states, or if you want to read up more about it, you can check out normal.org. That's where I got those stories from. Uh, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, speaking or just another little headline on marijuana, marijuana moment.net um, mayors across the U S push uh, 
Biden and Congress to legalize marijuana. Yes, I saw that. Focus on racial equity. And so, uh, so this organization represents mayors of cities across the U.S. passed uh, this comprehensive resolution as part of its 89th annual meeting last month. Um, it notes that the U.S. government has owned a patent recognizing the medical value of cannabis and cited statistics about the racially disparate impacts of criminalization. Um, the cannabis industry is likely to become a global multi-trillion dollar industry, which early <laughs> U.S. sales already generating billions of dollars, the organization said. Um, but the mayors emphasize that people from communities targeted by prohibition enforcement are underrepresented in, in business ownership and state legal markets and that cannabis equity initiatives that use race neutral qualification standards in states and cities across the country have so far failed to create equitable market participation and leverage the benefits of diversity. So these are Mayo, you know, this is a you know, group of mayors saying, hey, let's do, do it and do it right. Yeah, like let's stop with the bullshit language that you're putting into these bills and actually do it right. And actually just do what you say you're going to do and do it right. Do it correctly because you know how to do it correctly. Stop bullshitting right now. So, so to that end, the group is calling on Congress and President Joe Biden to remove cannabis, specifically Delta 9 tetrahydrocannabinol, as it end its derivatives from the Drug Enforcement Agency's list of controlled substances to end criminal penalties for cannabis possession and use and to automatically expunge all past cannabis. Automatically. No question. Resentencing and restoring all rights, particularly voting rights. Please. Also, just a side note, and y'all don't have to agree with me on this, but um, prisoners should have voting rights because a lot of the people who run prisons are elected officials, number one. And number two, so should um, convicted like people who have been convicted but have served their time. They don't a lot of times get their voting rights back and they still have to pay taxes. So that's taxation without representation, by the way. So they should be able to vote. Absolutely. They should have a say in the system that they are that they are living in and and working under and whatever capacity they are in. Yes. And yes, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, every don't ask me, well, what about this person? Yes. Until they die. That's 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 the rules. Okay, you're supposed to be represented until you die you should have a say even if i don't like your say even if i think you're a dumbass that shouldn't have even if i don't think that you have the brains anyways so you know what i'm saying i think you know if you're paying taxes though for real at least at minimum but also if you're if you're living under a system which prisoners are living in a system they're still alive they're living in a system that um that they can't there's they have no say in in the elected official that runs the place. So that guy without a, like we don't know what happens in that prison. Right. We can't see that. We don't experience that. And then we just vote for whatever the words on the TV screen say or whatever the little pamphlet or whatever party that I'm cheering for. Stop treating um, I know I'm going off on a tangent, but stop treating um, our political system like a, a fucking football game. It's it's not a football game. OK, it's like literally our lives are at stake here and you're treating it like my team won. Fuck your team. I don't. Anyways, 
point being prisoners should, should have. <laughs> I was actually saying something and my mic was muted because there was a chopper going over. Oh, uh, her. Yeah. The chopper cut me out. <laughs> okay. So I just went off on a tangent about that. I apologize. It happens sometimes. I have very strong beliefs. Um, <laughs> so, um, right. hey guys, <laughs> what else? Anything else? Did, did I go off on a tangent and we lost our train of thought? Were we talking about something else that we needed to finish talking about before we left? Um, I don't think so. That was just, we covered the headlines in each state. Um, there is, um, support by your representatives for cannabis. So hold them accountable. So that was a, you know, I guess just our, our to wrap all of that up. Um, <laughs> I don't think there are really any, I mean, we could always, there's always headlines. There's I mean, we could always, before. we could talk all night, um, but also we have things that we have to do. So I say, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to finish Look, y'all corner your bulls. This is a this is a touchy topic. Do you corner your bulls? <laughs> I corner my bulls. So I this has been I've been smoking on this one. It's a half. It's halved now. What did you see something fall? There it's are half two, now. I have randomly been able to make like sh- like thing like art with my um, bowls burning like um i've made a, a miss pac-man and i made a heart That's and cool. um i made a ninja turtle i mean this is all just like it looks like it like it's fucking clouds but yeah you know <laughs> here's the thing let me tell those of you who don't corner your bowls um how much of an asshole you look like when you're in a circle <laughs> just make it a practice also that makes your greens last longer for yourself but if you make it a practice then when you get in a smoke circle then you don't look like a jackass who burns the whole bowl and passes it to the next person. It's it's. If I'm you just, are going to blaze the whole bowl down, then um, repack it. <clears throat> just saying. <laughs> I'm like, if you don't do this, you know, depending on the size of your circle, be respectful of your your circle. Everybody, mm-hmm. listen. If there's if there's, Everybody learns. Don't, I mean, if there's two, if there's two to four, <laughs> if there's if there's two to four individuals in your circle, then those two to four people should all get a little bit of green. I agree. There is the capability to do uh, four people getting greens. Mm-hmm. Also, be careful because I I still play by COVID rules a lot of times too. Yeah, I say that. I say I'll be outside of. Uh, this is a very loose terminology when I say this. I'll be outside of the club in, in Durango. Come on. But anyways, I'll be outside, you know, doing my thing. Nothing illegal, really. But anyways, I've had people come up to me and be like, oh, let me get some of that. And I'm like, nah, bro, COVID rules. I don't know you. <laughs> like, We can't. I don't know your status right now. We don't live together. No, I don't know you. Yeah. So, um. COVID rules. Um, <laughs> but when you get the last quarter, you got to just roast the whole thing over. Well, yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes. You, you, you have the permission to blaze that bitch down the rest of the way. Yeah. But not if you're the shit. second person. If you're the second person and you just blaze that whole bowl, go ahead and repack it. Go ahead and repack it. 
with your shit too. And it better be good. Don't be showing up with no, mm -mm. don't be showing up with the stems and the seeds and the shit. I think no that our people that are, are tuning in um, are very well of uh, circle etiquette, but it's always fun to talk about. I mean, I'm sure we could have a whole conversation on circle etiquette. I mean, or just circles in general. Like I, we've had so don't many be, fun. Like, just don't be bringing mids to the party, Missouri people. Like, pass it. You know, Look, like, this is just <laughs> just just a joke because it's a joke in Missouri. But don't be bringing mids to the party, Missouri. Don't be bringing your Missouri mids to the party. <laughs> there was this whole discussion when I first visited out there about Missouri mids and whether or not they were worthy of being. And then some people were like, oh, well, they're so good. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I, I must sit on the fence on that. Because everything, honestly, everything that I've been given in Missouri um, has been really top notch. I know some really excellent um, cultivators in Missouri and I've, they don't disappoint me. I think that, yeah, I think it's regional that when you, when we talk about, you know, what people are used to or what they consider fire or whatever terminology they want to use it for, you know, you want to use for how your product affects you. Um, but I don't, exactly. I was going somewhere with this. Oh, I do know, um, just like it's a slight comparison, but not exactly, is that I remember, you know, being in, in uh, Florida and, uh, you know, having meetings with my sister and getting down to like the ash end of the bowl and going ahead and starting to like poke it out because I was going to repack it. And, you know, and she's like, no, 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 there's still something left in there. You crazy. And, and, and now, and now, now, brown. now she's oh like tapping God, out, man. like tapping out before it even hits that last. You're like, yeah, I'm bougie ass bitch. I ain't trying to be on the, and she was like, because I don't have access to it like you do. I, I, and I was like, you're right. But while I'm here, I'm not hitting the ash bowl and uh, I'm going to go ahead and repack it for us. And she's like, all right. And so now that she's here, um, mm, no longer yeah, access makes all the difference in the world. <laughs> Access yeah. uh, makes all the difference. And that brings us full circle back to be careful about your Delta 8 products because they are a product of prohibition and they are synthetically created and access makes all the difference in the world. So, we used to call our Rex Flint brown brown. I had to put that down there. <laughs> all right well i think that's our show this was much more than a pinner we 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 said we was going to get a pinner out and we smoked that pinner down and then we rolled another one we rolled another one i don't think any of you know when when we say when pinner, we get going I mean, it is not uh the proper um comparison of time like yeah <laughs> when, we, when we get pinner, going pinner would be a three minute um at tiktok episode, listen let me ask you this have i ever smoked a pinner <laughs> i don't know I mean, are the rollies considered a pinner no babe no no a pinner Rollies. is more paper tiny, than there is. Tiny. A pinner is more paper than there is bud mm-hmm but if you just want a little bit of a sandwich when you go over to chiba hut you get the pinner Yes. Yes. And if you want a little bit more of a sandwich, then you get the nug. 
Yes. And then I don't know what's above that because I order like three pinners. I think it's a blunt. Sandwich. It's a pinner and a blunt. Yeah. And then there's an, I, are there four? I thought there was four. I thought this was like a big one. I don't know. No. Anyways, if you have a Chiba Hut in your area, I would suggest going and get a damn sandwich because. Ooh. I'll be there this weekend. I'll be, oh. in, I'll be near the Dylan Chiba Hut this weekend. Um, are you going to Denver this weekend? No, I have a clinic in Dillon. Oh, in Dillon. They have a Chiba Hut out there. Mm. I wish I wish I had one nearby. I would love it. I love Chiba Hut so much. I think they're franchises. <laughs> she said Pinner is some crumbs in a zigzag. I said. Well, we're not crumbs in a zigzag. What should we call these episodes that are supposed to be tiny but then aren't? I don't know. I, I, it's just a session. It's a, whether it's a short session or a long session, that is to be determined uh, per the conversation i need a chiropractor um one that mm. takes my insurance mm. Good or just takes cash i yeah a couple of chiros would just take cash i stopped taking my insurance but then started charging me twenty dollars more oh like, see no they should just honor the cash the price put in cash because then they don't have to go through the hoopla of fucking uh, i would come filing, here more often and spend more money it, yeah. if you charge me the lower amount i would actually spend more money if you charge me a lower amount i did have to deal with insurance bullshit to be I would come more often like i would like like i'm like i'll i'll turn my nose up at 50 dollars a session but if you charge me 30 dollars a session i'll come to five three five times three <laughs> five times yeah and spend way more money than i would have spent to get one session with you because you charged me 50 dollars and that Think is about the power that. of marketing. That is that is a marketing tool, my friends. Um, know, know your worth, but also know your customer. <laughs> there are different ways to, yeah, to, to yes, to uh, to work that. So I'll spend um, more money on weed than I will my chiropractor. I can't. So you'd be seeing you like that if you didn't charge me $50. Now I'll go spend $50 on like, like half ounce or maybe even a little bit less depending on where I go. Yeah. But do a few more uh, not yoga. to crack my bones. Do, do a nice little yoga I'll flow. A couple more, more yoga. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, Don't we're going to bounce out of here. Um, be nice to yourselves yes, because please. remember, you got to put your mask on before you can help others. So be nice to yourself <laughs> and treat yourself kindly. <laughs> uh, well, yes. Cultivate love. Um, always surround yourself with, uh, not only with kindness, but with love, because we all deserve it. Yeah. And, uh, Even if you love yourself. Stay lifted. Stay lifted. Yummy. Peace out, you guys. Woo-woo.